Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Nicole. Oh, my God. Guess what? What? Have I talked to you about Clyde's teeth? No, you have not. He, they took 11 of his teeth. That is a lot of teeth. It's so many teeth. And when they said it was 11, I was like, so does my dog, is he toothless? Does he not have nary a tooth? (laughs) I don't know, but they took so many. And then he came home and he was loopy because they had to put him under anesthesia. Um, and he kept trying to jump on me, but then like falling down. Aww. And I was like, this is cute, but also devastating. Uh, oh my God, they have 42 teeth. That's more than us. That's so much more than us. How many teeth do we have? 32? I think we have 32. Oh, yes. Humans have 32 teeth if they keep mm-hmm. their wisdom teeth. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They took my favorite tooth. He has like little fangs and they took one of his fangs. Why did they take his teeth? Because they were rotting out of his head. Oh, no. I know. And his breath stunk. I'd have to crack the window when we travel together. It was so bad. So oh, that's why his breath sank because yes, his teeth were bad. His teeth were rotting out of Aww. his head. And did you know you're supposed to brush a dog's teeth twice a day? Twice a day, like They're a like, human. Like a human. Uh, he does not like having his teeth brushed, but it's a new thing we're starting. Oh, but I thought didn't they? Don't they make like bones? Like not bones, but like little biscuits they can chew on that is supposed to be like essentially brushing their teeth. Or do you like? actually have to get a brush to brush it. I have a actual dog toothbrush. Oh. You put peanut butter flavored toothpaste on it hmm. and then you brush, brush, brush as he looks at you like, are you going to kill me? Whoa. He gets so upset. Damn. Are they going to like <laughs> they don't have like doggy teeth implants, do they? <laughs> Is he going to get like fake so. teeth? Or like dentures I, or something. <laughs> Imagine I get dentures for my dog. <laughs> that would really look horrifying. It would look so scary, especially if I got human dentures for my dog. <laughs> he just has a human <laughs> smile. <laughs> oh, God, that would be terrifying. He eats. So what I did was, okay, he doesn't like canned wet food. Okay. So what I do is I take his dry food and I put it in the Vita the Nutri-Blend, I don't know, one of those blenders, and I mush it all up until mm-hmm. it's powder. And then I add hot water to it so it's hot slop. And he gets so excited for his hot slop. Ew, hot slop. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> he loves his hot slop. <laughs> Come and get your hot slop. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Mm? <laughs> and I do a little dance and he does a little dance and he gets really excited. And it's now our new routine, you know, as two toothless people because they took my teeth too. Wow. Maybe Clyde started rotting his teeth empathetically. <laughs> like, well, my mom's teeth are coming out of her head. So I need to do the same. Maybe. And honestly, I like that. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Kimmy found the worst picture in the world. Oh, God. (laughs) It's a a little dog. It's like a terrier 
with human dentures in its mouth. And it truly is horrifying. And the website is moderndogmagazine.com. <laughs> oh, but also that dog kind of looked like Jim Carrey. No? Like, it did. <laughs> like, like the, the essence of Jim Carrey somehow. <laughs> oh my God, how funny. Maybe I have to get some dentures for... He'll hate them. <laughs> but maybe I should do it. I wonder if they have little sizes. <laughs> probably, probably. Children's sizes. Can you just buy dentures on the internet? Does Amazon have dentures? I guess I assumed you had to get it fitted to your mouth, but maybe you could just mm. buy some. Mm. You probably have some you could just put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Help, I need teeth. Mm. Give me teeth. Oh, we know you can go to bones.com or no, B for bones for for teeth. Unlimited amounts of teeth. That was terrifying. It's Yeah, I looked at it again recently to show a friend because I was like, look at this crazy thing. <laughs> and it, it's still as horrifying as it was the first time. Well, I'm just like, who's in the market for teeth? Like, who's just like making teeth lanyards and necklaces? I think I think more people than you think, honestly. You know, <laughs> people are weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy Clyde fake teeth on Amazon.com. Can we found a, a actual like a large amount of teeth <laughs> options on Amazon. So many teeth options. Fake teeth. Dental veneers for temporary teeth restoration. Oh my God. I'm doing it. I'm going to buy Clyde some $36 <laughs> <laughs> Put him right in his mouth. He'll be so mad about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he'll immediately spit them out. <laughs> or... Maybe he'll be like, this is what I was waiting for. No more hot slop. I can eat my kibbles. I can finally chew again. <laughs> I can't really chew on one side of my mouth. And I don't know if that's ever going to change. Because of the dental work that you had done? Mm-hmm. Because it hurts or because you're not capable of chewing? It like kind of hurts sometimes. Soft things are fine. But if I'm crunching, got to keep it to the left side of the mouth. Does that, like, affect your jaw eventually? Like, if you keep, if, like, for years, you're only chewing on, like, your left side, would that affect the right side at all? Oh, my God. Is my left jaw going to be stronger than my right jaw? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my God. Is one side of my face going to be bigger than the other because it's working out more? I mean, am am I going to be lopsided in the face? I have no idea. You're gonna have like a oh real, God. like, like chiseled. <laughs> I'll have right half a Zac Efron, <laughs> and then the other side will be like what? Like, uh, uh, uh I guess I don't want to think of any celebrities that have a weak chin. <laughs> I don't want to like list them. They're listening to the podcast. And they're like, oh, I have a weak chin. <laughs> this is how they find out. <laughs> I would be really sad if someone brought it to my attention that someone said I had a weak chin. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's a strong chin. I think it's a it's a moderate chin. All right. Yeah. (laughs) What do I do? I have a what do I have? I think you two also have a moderate chin. It's not quite strong. I wouldn't call it strong, but I wouldn't say weak or recessed. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That would be awful if I did, if I was like, weak. What a weak-ass chin. (laughs) (laughs) With your Um, weak-ass chin. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch walking in with her weak-ass chin. (laughs) Um, I have a question, Sashir. In the last two, three, maybe four days, have you accomplished something that you didn't think you were going to? (laughs) Wow. Good question. Um, not at all. <laughs> not I haven't, I haven't even accomplished the things that I wanted to accomplish. Oh. The things I've expected to accomplish, I have not accomplished. What were you um, trying to accomplish? You went to Home Depot. I did go to Home Depot. I went to Home Depot to get some, like, spray adhesive because I saw some... What's that guy's name? I want to say Billy Blanks, but that's so wrong. It is he's, wrong. He's the Tybo exercise man, and he's not yeah. in Home Depot. He's not in Home Depot. He's it's, on a DVD. <laughs> it's the guy who does, like, everything. He does, like, OxyClean and... Oh. 
uh, those those stickers that like prevent leaks. He's like he's always screaming in, in the commercials. Yes, and he somehow has invented so many products, <laughs> or, or I don't know if he's invented them or oh, Billy Mays, Billy Mays. Yes, yeah, I believe it's Billy Mays. That's um, from Kimmy. Thank you, Kimmy. Yeah, Billy Mays. That guy, yes, with the beard. He's always like, "Do you have a problem with this thing?" And then, he, and then he like shows you how to fix it, and you're and you're like, "That seems impossible, but I will buy it." So I saw something where you can spray glue out of a can. I don't know, oh. but he sprayed he sprayed a screen door, and he put it at the bottom of a boat, and then he put that boat on water, and he sat in the boat, and he's like, "See, the t- <laughs> no leaks, holes are all plugged up." You can even boat on a screen door. <laughs> Let's see that screen door. I don't know. Six hours of mm. floating and six hours of boating. Mm. I don't know. I mean, he has made an empire on OxyClean and his other inventions. So I guess yeah. Billy Mays is on to something. I use OxyClean. I trust his products. So I, <laughs> so I bought that spray stuff because my... Uh, garage roof is leaking again. Mm. And anytime I have the people who patched it up the first time come patch it up, I don't know what they're using, but it's clearly not working. So I was like, I will use Billy Mays spray glue <laughs> to spray these holes and see if that works a little better. Have I done that? No, but I did buy the can. Okay. And it's sitting by the door, ready when I am ready. <laughs> I mean, that's a good achievement. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nothing else? Uh, I did laundry. <laughs> Ooh, okay. How many loads? Um, two. Two loads. That's good. Whites and colors. That sounds wild. <laughs> I don't think you should say it like that. <laughs> I had to separate them. <laughs> two loads. Whites and colors. Nothing else. <laughs> That's it. See, I'm progressive and I am post-racial, so I don't separate my clothes. They all go in together. See, now I usually think that I can do that, that I can mix the colors and the whites. <laughs> but then when I try that, the whites get stained. So it's And that's like- what we need to happen, Sashir. <laughs> the whites need to maybe not be so white. No, I need my whites to stay pure. <laughs> and uninfected by the colors. So I need uninfected. to keep them separate. You heard it here first. Sashir <laughs> believes separate by equal when it comes to laundry. I just don't have it in me to separate everything. And I wear the dingiest white stuff. Yeah. But it happened recently. I threw a white shirt in with some... Colors that I didn't even think were capable of bleeding. And also mm. things I had washed before. So it's not like they were new. And it, and the white shirt came out with like splotchy stains. But then I used my OxyClean and got it right out. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Mays coming to the rescue. Mm-hmm. I Okay, I have had my overalls fixed twice now because the buckle keeps breaking when I put it in the dryer. And then Mm. it didn't break last time. So I was like, the cycle's broken. My overalls are going to be fine. Put them in the dryer yesterday. And the buckle broke right off. So for the third time, I'm going to have to have my overalls fixed. Can you even? They're like ripping off the overalls? Or or up the... The little buckle has a thing at the bottom Mm -hmm. uh, that like hinges onto the button. And the little thing at the bottom that hinges onto the button keeps breaking off. Dang. I know. And so do you need a new hinge every time? Yes. Good Lord. I know. And this will be the third time. It's embarrassing. I have to keep going back. Have you ever seen those laundry bags that you like, like you put clothing in the bag? It's like usually a white mesh bag and you zip it up. Mm. Mm -hmm. Maybe you put that in the bag. Although that's usually for washing, not for drying. I think what I need to do is just air dry them. But sometimes I've air dried. Is it jean material? Yeah. Sometimes I've air-dried jeans and it's, like, weird and crunchy after. It is weird and crunchy. Ugh! (laughs) This is terrible! This is terrible. This is the worst thing that's happened in America. (laughs) (laughs) These are real problems. These are real problems. My God. I have 
a murder of crows outside my house at all times. Wow. Every <laughs> sentence you've said today is really wild. <laughs> okay. So you got a murder of crows. That's what they're called? That's what they're called. They're called a murder. <laughs> how many crows. how many consists of a murder? That's a good question. Maybe two. If two are together, maybe they murder. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you only need two are to murder. Murderous crows doing things to you? They were um, taking the stuffing out of my outdoor furniture. Mm. I have since bought covers to cover my furniture to prevent uh-huh. them from doing that. And then they were also ripping up one of my outdoor rugs. <laughs> Because I think they were building a nest. So they were like oh. taking any fabric or, or like loose things they could. But then they left a peanut shell on my stair and I looked it up and I think that was a gift. I think they were paying for the stuffing. <laughs> I think they were like, thanks for all the stuff. Here's a peanut shell. <laughs> While they did that after you covered their access to the things they want. Ooh, or maybe they're <gasps> paying so they can regain access to it. Yes, I think they are. And I think you need to make a trip to Joanne Fabrics and get a bunch <laughs> of scrap fabric, put it in like a basket and be like, here you go, murders. You can uh, you can have a nice time with the strips, the little scraps. I think it's actually a really good idea because I, I think I can make these crows my friends. And You can't. And you could you give them things, and so I think they would like <laughs> strips of fabric. <laughs> I could just give, and then they'll be, like, and then they'll like bring me little trinkets as in exchange. I hope they don't bring you like a dead animal. I really don't want that. No, <laughs> I really but I don't do want that. think you have to bring them scraps because they've seen you, they know mm-hmm. you, and crows remember everything. They do. So I'm also trying to like make sure I don't do anything to piss them off because if they are mad at you, they tell their friends. And then wherever I go, Gross will be really mad at me and maybe try to peck at me or at my car. I don't want that. I met a crow at Party City and <laughs> I... <laughs> Shopping? <laughs> I was... I was <laughs> so I went to Wells Fargo and then there's a Party City next to Wells Fargo. And I was getting in my car, looking at the receipt and a crow landed on one of those posts. Maybe it was a garbage can or a post. I don't remember what it was. And it stared at me. And I was like, hello, crow. And then I had food in the car. So I set it out and gave it to the crow. And then the crow, I, okay. I think it smiled and nodded at me. (laughs) I haven't seen him again though. But like sometimes when I go to that Wells Fargo, I'll just like sit in my car and be like, will my crow friend come back? Oh, I, I have not seen them since. Yeah, um, it is a little sad, uh, but you know that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I just want birds to be my friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, can I tell you what I mastered in the last four days that I did not anticipate mastering? Oh yes, yes. I didn't realize you set up that question for me because you actually wanted to answer the question. <laughs> but yes, isn't please. that isn't that how any conversation goes? You ask a question where you're like, mm, "This is what I want to talk about," and hopefully they'll ping pong it back to me. But you caught the ball and kept it. So here's what I accomplished in the last couple days. I did a hip hold and pulled and pulled. Ooh. And it's very, it was very hard for me. So I could do it, lost it after I fell down my stairs. And then I've just been like trying to re- <laughs> regain, <laughs> just trying to regain strength back. And I did it. And I did it for like a good long time. And I was Ooh. really proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. And then we figured out how to get me upside down. It's a big old cheat. So you lay on one of them big exercise balls, kick your little legs up, and then Veronica, our pole teacher, has to very violently rip the ball out from under me because it's hard for me to lift my hips. And then after the ball's gone, I'm upside down. It's a real cheat. But you're upside down. 
I was. I, I got upside down three times yesterday. Oh my and gosh. Boy, oh boy, was it hard because I can't figure out how to hook my knees. So mm. my little angles are up there and then I'm holding my whole body weight with my arms upside down. And she was like, that's harder than it needs to be. And I was like, I don't know how to do it any other way. So that's what I got to work on next. <laughs> Wait, where are your legs when this happens? If they're not hooked up. on the pole? Just up. They are. So my legs are up the pole, yeah. like in a cross, a crucifix or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can't figure out how to slide my legs up higher to lock my knees. Got it. So right now my knees are not locked. They're kind of open. And then uh, I'm holding with my arms. Damn. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I mean, it sounds hard. The only, like, me thinking about going upside down... My legs are a big part of the equation because I can't just hold myself up with my arms. Yeah, I think I'm stronger than I look. You're very strong. Yeah. And it's really annoying because I could do some things. But then I also figured out how to climb up the pole again because I lost that. Mm -hmm. And then I just looked in the mirror and it all made sense. Ooh, I'm so glad. Thank you. Did you take a video of any of this? Um, yes, I do have a video of me getting up the pole like a little honey bear. And then I do have a video of the hip hold, but I'm holding my bottom hand wrong. And she was like, you just made it harder for yourself. And I was like, oh, dear, this is, it's, 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 it's the commonality in my pole dancing. I just make things harder than they need to be. Yeah. But then once you figure out how to, to actually do it, it'll be super easy. That's right. Thank you, Sashir. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's see did i achieve anything else this week nope that was my big achievement (laughs) those two things (laughs) those those are huge oh i achieved another thing i was supposed to book tickets because i'm going with my family to um to barbados and my Mm -hmm. grandpa's gonna come um i bought the plane tickets i was like i kept putting it off kept putting it off and i was like they're gonna be mad at me if I don't do this and they sell out, but I did it. Good job. It's a long journey to get there because I have to go to Miami first and then Barbados. There's no direct and I have to take American. Can you even? I'm so sorry. Delta doesn't go there. So now I have to get on nasty old nasty American. Mm -mm. Ugh. I hate American Airlines. <laughs> Yuck. I don't even know who their CEO is. That's how little I care about Americans. <laughs> there are no Ed. <laughs> there are no, no Ed Bastion. No, they are not. And I don't want to be anyone's sky baby over there. Mm-mm. Get no. out of here. But they do have flatbeds from Miami to LA. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Surprising. (laughs) Very surprising. So random. Yeah. Well, great. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, Beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. 
Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the waterproof eyebrow liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little like finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like she she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Should we take a quiz? Let's take a quiz. Yeah. Okay. What quiz do you want to do? I kind of want to do order an ideal sandwich and we'll give you a 2000s rom-com to watch. That is also what I was looking at. I just watched Hot Chick for the first time recently. Have you seen that movie with Rob Schneider and Rachel McAdams? I feel like I saw it forever ago. It's not a rom-com, I I guess. (laughs) I, I I don't, kind of, there's like love in it, but it's actually really good. I was, is it? I had so, my expectations were so low because I was like, like Rob Schneider's funny, but his movie choices have been questionable. Okay. And just by the commercial, I was like, I don't know, like a, like a gender swap comedy in the early 2000s can't, can't hold up. (laughs) It was honestly so good and pretty progressive. Like the... Like, Rachel McAdams' little brother was trying on her clothes and, like, wearing heels and stuff. And she was mostly annoyed that he was trying on the clothes, not that he was putting on women's clothing. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, like, at the end of the movie, the little boy's, like, running in heels. And the dad is like, come on, kid. If you're going to wear those when you grow up, you're going to have to practice now. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. (laughs) They're just like, (laughs) everyone's just, like, accepting it. And there was, like, Really nothing, I uh, nothing that I could see that was, like, a- offensive, like, ew, like, <laughs> girls dressing like boys, boys <laughs> dressing like girls. It was, like, pretty surprisingly, like, accepting. Maybe I'll give this a second watch because I feel like I watched it forever ago. I did just rewatch Juice, Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Uh-huh. There's a lot of questionable things in there, <laughs> but I had a nice time. <laughs> also... For whatever reason, I couldn't figure out what to watch the other night. And I was like, I'm going to watch Sex in the City, but I don't want to start at the beginning. So I started uh, season four. And there is an episode where in five minutes, one lady says very offensive things. And I was like, not even very, like, she says two offensive things that I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this passed on television. She was talking about turning her earring or no, her wedding ring into baguettes. Like, uh, I think that's like a a type of uh, cut or something, like an earring or something. She was like, I turned these, my ring into a baguette because my husband was a, what, what? rhymes with baguette? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then she wow. says, uh, don't bring your, your ring to um, 
a, a slur for Romanian people next door. And I was like, this lady, she had all mm. the bad lines. And I was like, yeah. and they probably made her audition with that. <laughs> she yeah. was so proud of herself. It does not hold up well. Yeah, she can't like be like, guys, I was on Six in the City and like <laughs> be proud of it. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. Good Lord. But also, I think it was the same episode. The little doctor from Grey's Anatomy, the the black one, Shonda, I think her name is. No, Shonda Rhimes created it. Do you yes, know who I'm talking I know about? who you're talking about. I don't watch the show, so I, I don't actually know her name. I don't know her name either, and I feel really bad, but she was in the episode. Mm -hmm. And then Charles Purnell, who plays my dad on Grand Crew, was in that episode. Whoa. And I was like, wow, all the stars. Also, I might be confounding two episodes together. Uh, uh, Yeah, it's the lady on the end. Yes. Oh, I was right. It's Chandra. Chandra Wilson. Shout out to Chandra Wilson for being an episode of Sex and the City that I enjoyed. <laughs> Wait, is she still on Grey's Anatomy? I feel like they're on season 38. They're like same amount of like seasons as Survivor. It's crazy. Yeah, she is still on it. I feel like I saw a headline that she was like, I'm going to be here till the very end. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess. She's like, I'll it's, never leave. It, it's child. It's um, job security. Like it really is. Why? Why would you do anything else? I wouldn't. Okay, let's make a sandwich. No, oh, yes, let's make a sandwich. What bread would you like? Wheat. Ew. White. Ciabatta. Rye. Brioche. Sourdough. These are good breads. <laughs> <laughs> good breads. I love a brioche. I love a sourdough. And ciabatta, yum, yum, yum. But that might be too hard for a sandwich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say brioche. Okay, then I'll go with sourdough. Great. Mm, sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> How about some meat? Ham. Turkey. Chicken. Roast beef. Salami. And there's none other or none. Oh, I missed that. It looked, it was it's so okay. bland of a square. It really was. It I was a natural told, little square. I didn't want to look at it. My eyeballs were rejecting it. Okay. Yuck. <laughs> I do want meat. I think I'll have turkey. Turkey. I'm going to have chicken. Nice. I want ham too, but like sometimes I feel bad about eating pigs. You know? I often feel bad about eating pigs, but I do love bacon. Same. I had some this morning. <gasps> you did? I did. That's not in your home? No, I went out in the world. Fair. Where'd you go? There's a bakery nearby, and they had these um, croissant sandwiches, and mm. I had an egg, cheese, bacon <gasps> croissant. Ooh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ate today. Mm, we gotta fix that. I should fix that. What greens are you adding? Lettuce. Kale. Arugula. Spinach. Bok choy. None other. No, other <laughs> none. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, I got food poisoned by lettuce, um, by iceberg lettuce. So I'm going to do arugula. I'm going to do spinach. A long time ago, um... I really needed to integrate vegetables in my life because I wasn't eating them. Mm-hmm. And not, and I can still say that about today. <laughs> it's not like I'm doing much better. <laughs> but I uh, decided I would make spinach my vegetables. Like, I'm going to try really, really hard to like spinach. So I, like, would force myself to eat spinach. You do whenever eat a lot of spinach. And now I genuinely like it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm apathetic to spinach, mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, whenever I put it in a pan, it sizzles up and it goes away. I'm like, oh my God, you never know how much spinach to add to this. I know, it's never enough. No. <sighs> what cheese do you want? Cheddar. Gouda. Brie. Ugh, blue. Havarti. None slash other. Okay, is this melted cheese or just like raw cheese? Mm, I guess. Well, it's your sandwich. You can do whatever you want. Oh, well, then I'm going to go with cheddar and it has to be melted. Actually, no, I don't want cheese. None other. Oh, okay. I'm going to say cheddar. I love cheddar, even though I will 
probably get gassy. <laughs> I'm finding cheddar or cheese to really like fuck me up now. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry that cheese be fucking you up. Well, now I just take lactate and I still eat it and hope for the best. Okay. So the former owners of Ample Hill who now have their other ice cream shop, The Social, in Brooklyn. You should go to it. Anyway, they sell lactate at the counter to go with your ice cream. And I was like, this is revolutionary. (laughs) Because I snatched up one of those, ate it, and I didn't blast off on the toilet later. I stayed right here on Earth. (laughs) Where the ice cream is. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Mm, maybe I'll get me some more. Yeah. I mean... Honestly, so far, so good. I like lactate. Yeah. this These are the things you talk about in your <laughs> mid-30s. I know. Oh, <laughs> lactate's a godsend. <laughs> what else are you adding? Ooh, tomatoes. Onions. Peppers. Olives. Ew. Pickles. Ugh. Avocado. Yum. More than one of these. None slash other. No, other slash none. I don't know why I keep reading that wrong. It's okay. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I have to have avocado. And I have to have tomato. So more than one of these. I also think I want some onions. Mm. Wait, no. Raw onions? No, I don't want onions. I just want tomatoes and avocado. I don't think I want any of them. (gasps) No avocado? I'm not an avocado head. Wow. Okay. I dislike it. I'll eat it, but I don't choose to eat it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Are you you okay? Do you not like guacamole? I I do like guacamole, but for some reason it feels different than... Okay. Fair. Uh, It is different because there's other ingredients than avocado. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. But here, I implore you, if you mm. do happen to get a sandwich with avocado on it, sprinkle some salt and pepper on that bitch and ask for, like, a lemon wedge and squeeze some lemon on it. And then Ooh. it'll give you a little a little tasty, a little dazzle for your fucking buds. A dazzle for my fucking buds. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I couldn't remember taste buds. That's what they are. For my fucking buds. <laughs> <laughs> what spread slash sauce are you putting on? Mustard. I would never. Pesto. (laughs) Mayonnaise. Barbecue sauce. Jam. Other slash none. You know, in my old age, I have come to appreciate mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. Do you like mayonnaise? Now, the thing is, I used to (gasps) really like mayonnaise. And in my older age, have since stopped. Interesting. <laughs> Too tangy, I think. It is a little tangy. But let's get one thing straight. I'm not going out of my way to get mayonnaise. Okay, sure. If it happens to be on a sandwich, I'm not going to sniff my nose at it. <laughs> but I'm not seeking it out. <laughs> I don't have any mayonnaise in my house. That's oh. insane. I see, I see. Yeah, I think I would... I think I have had mayonnaise in my house before, but that is not a thing that would happen today. No. In my life today. (laughs) It wouldn't happen in my life today either. The only condiment I really have is ranch. Mm -hmm. I like mustard now. (gasps) Ew. (laughs) I think I would do mustard on my sandwich. Ugh. (laughs) Are you doing like... Like gray poupon? Or are you doing like French's yellow mustard? Like gray poupon, like a brown mustard. Ugh. I once got a sandwich from Erin, Erwin, Erwin. Erwin? Sure. Yeah, that place. <laughs> and they tricked me. I didn't realize there was mustard on the sandwich. I chomped into it. Oh, and yeah. I was like, this is good, but there is something off about this sandwich. And I ate the whole half because I was hungry. And then I looked at the ingredients and it said mustard. And I was like, oh, mm. that's why this was off. Yeah. It was really upsetting for me and my my fucking buds. <laughs> Your fucking buds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since this is a sandwich I'm making at home, none slash other. Okay. I can't imagine putting pesto on a sandwich. Why isn't ranch here? I guess 
That could be your other. Okay. It is none slash other. Mm-hmm. Lastly, are you sharing your sandwich with anyone? No, it's just for me. My friends. My family. My significant other. My roommate. My pet. You can't share anything with your pet. Sure cannot. Won't be able to... <laughs> You'd have it. to nibble it to death. You'd have to <laughs> gum it. <laughs> uh, I'm not sharing my sandwich with anybody. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> I also feel the same way. Just because I'm like when did you come in in the sandwich process? Like, <laughs> did you come at the end wanting some? Did you, from the start, you didn't say you wanted one? So, like, you gotta, if nobody said anything, it's just for me. hmm Yeah. Isn't there, like, a song or a uh, fairy tale, was it Little Red Hen, who was baking bread? And then Little all these Red other animals... Hen. I think so. And then all these little animals came and they were like, because she was asking for help. And then, and she was like, will you oh. help me with the flower? And then like the lamb would be like, nah, bitch. I don't want to help at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she'd be like, go to the duck and be like, do you want to help me roll out the dough? And duck would be like, nah, bitch. I don't, I want to swim. And then at the very end, the bread was done. And all these animals were like, can I have a slice of bread? And she's like, oh, Oh, now all of a sudden you guys want bread, but you didn't want to work for it. And then wow. I think she get, didn't give bread. I can't I can't remember how it turned out. I don't know what the lesson was, but this is a memory I have. I think the lesson is like, you better fucking help. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, uh, you're not going to get nothing. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember that story of the little red hen. Mm-hmm. I wonder why nobody wanted to help her. Like, okay, but here's the thing. Is the little red hen, is she a bitch? <laughs> is she rude to all the other animals? And that's why they're like, bitch, you're on your own. Yeah. Do you know what is I she, mean? Is she being needy? They're like, why yeah. can't you just do this on your own? You're the one who wanted the bread. Why didn't yeah, you just make it? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so you said, yeah, like, no. It's- if, you, if you were making lasagna... And I didn't help you. Uh-huh. Would you serve me a slice, even though I didn't help make it? It depends on the the situation. Like, are you coming for lasagna? Am I making it for you? Like, for you to consume? Is that the deal? You came over for an exchange company time for exchange... Company time? Company time for exchange of slice of lasagna? Or did you drop by unannounced as I made a lasagna... And I'm about to dig in, and you're like, can I get me a piece? Did I make it for one? Did I make a whole tray? Maybe I came over mm-hmm. unannounced. Okay. While you're making lasagna. But while okay. I was there, you were like, hey, do you mind doing one of these things that helps make lasagna? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Mmm. And then you finished those lasagna right in front of me. Yes. And then I was like, hey, can I get some of that lasagna? I would be like, absolutely not, Sashir. I asked you to do one thing. Are you kidding? You can't have any lasagna. You know what you will do? You will sit and watch me eat the lasagna. Oh, And no. then I give you, then I would give you a small corner. Oh, okay. I'll take a small corner. I know, it's a good piece. Yeah, corner's great. Yeah. It wouldn't happen in a reverse situation. You've never made anything. Damn. <laughs> You've never cooked before. You don't know what a kitchen is. Yeah, notice how I said one of the things that makes lasagna happen. <laughs> I don't know what the steps are. <laughs> I barely know what the steps are. I know it's a lot of layering. You gotta make a ricotta fucking mix or whatever. I don't know. I did it once. I'll never do it again. <laughs> the ricotta mix. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking remember what was in it. All right, what is the, what's our results? Oh. This is Nicole. Ooh. 51st dates. Okay, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore reunite for this unforgettable, which has asterisks around it, rom-com. Oh, because she forgets in the movie. Oh, BuzzFeed thought they were doing something. Yeah. This is here. Ooh, mine's is Bridget Jones's Diary. If you like Pride and Prejudice, you'll probably fall in love with Bridget Jones's Diary. And that's it. 
That's it. <laughs> that we made a sandwich. And <laughs> we, we got rom-coms. I, I mean, don't know if I've seen Bridget Jones' Diary. It's good, but it did sit funny with me the older I get to be like, this woman was overweight. I know. Yeah. I was like, she was barely. It, she wasn't even close to being overweight. Yeah. And that's crazy. The 2000s was crazy with women's weight. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were a size six, they were like, oh, fatty. <laughs> I mean, also, like, also still kind of recently, in the, like, last five, six years, I, I feel like when Jennifer Lawrence popped up, people were like, she's so brave to eat a sandwich. And we're, and but she's, like, a Hollywood actress. So she's, yes. still, she's still thin. <laughs> it blows my mind every time. She's like, oh, I just want to go fucking ham on food. I'm like, okay. I'm sure I'm sure sometimes you do, and I'm sure a lot of times you don't. Not to speculate about what the woman eats, but like she it's weird that like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like she's almost normal. I don't want to say normal. That's weird. Mm, I don't know how to navigate this conversation without <laughs> Well, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, they restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Should we answer some queries? Yes. Hi, Nicole, this year, and the entire gang. Um, I've been listening to you guys from the beginning, and I love you so much. And I think I'm looking more in the sense of guidance and maybe advice. And for all I know, I just want someone to listen to me. And if Kimmy and Jordan have, like, anything to add, please do. I am kind of like the ride-or-die friend. I am the friend that you tell me you don't like somebody, we don't fucking like that person. Like, I will not give that person the time of day. All because you tell me you don't like them. 
You know, I am the person that tells me you're having a bad day and I'll drop whatever I have going on to like just show up at your house and be like, yeah, you're having a bad day. And either we can have a bad day together or we can try and make this better day. And I'm like the check-in friend. And pretty much like what I'm saying is like, I think I'm like a really fucking dope friend because, you know, like, hello. And sorry, that sounded so fucking conceited. Wow. Okay. But anyways, getting down to it, I started to go through these really extreme depressions and thoughts of all my friends hate me. None of them actually want to be my friends. And they're just my friends because it's just easier as opposed to cutting me off because we've all been friends for so long. And this is like my core group of friends that I feel this about. And we've been friends for over a decade and we've been through so much together. And I started to kind of hone in why. And I'm realizing that I am projecting a friendship that I want in return. Because when I go through stuff, I kind of like reach out and say, hey, my day sucks. I just looked in the mirror and started crying because I'm fat and ugly and I'm unloved, even though I know that that's not true. And they shoot me the text and they show me the love, but I'm just not getting kind of what I need. And I don't really know what to do with that. And it's making me incredibly lonely. And I really don't want to fucking cry right now because it really sucks. <laughs> I feel so lonely in my friendships and I just want someone to call and check in on me. And I don't know how to like reach out to get that in return because it seems like so much. It seems like so much to reach out because it makes me feel like I'm too needy. And I don't know what to do. And I think I, I, I don't know what I need. I don't know if I need advice, but I respect all of you guys. And I respect what you have to say. And I respect the friendship that you guys have. And it's just been really bothering me. So if you have anything to help me make me feel better or to make me feel heard. I'm afraid she got cut off, but I think the gist of what she needs was clear. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I know it seems hard, but I don't think there's anything wrong with telling your friends, hey, I'm having a really hard time right now. Would you mind checking in on me on like Mondays or like Tuesdays or something um, for like a couple weeks until I figure out what's going on with my little head? Um, And I'm sure your friends will be so willing to do that. Like, I know when a friend of mine is having a hard time, And they're like, hey, I need support. I'm always like, oh, yes, sorry. I didn't realize I was either not being supportive or like just in my own life, not realizing that I wasn't reaching out as often. Um, Yeah, I also have a hard time reaching out. It is a hard thing to be like, hello, I need some help. But I think a good thing to remember is like not everyone is like you. And not everyone thinks the way you think. So, like, you might have to remind people to reach out to you. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was going to say what you said. <laughs> I think like you think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people operate in relationships differently. Mm-hmm. So they might need explicit instructions on how to operate in the relationship they have with you. And there's nothing wrong with saying that you're not being needy, you're not being controlling, you're just letting them know this is what you need. Um, and it would be nice if they can provide that. And then they'll let you know if they can or cannot. And but hopefully they will because they love you. Mm-hmm. And just just because they're not reciprocating the actions that you give as a friend doesn't mean they're not necessarily good friends. They just may not know how to behave in the ways that you that come naturally to you. Like, it does sound like you're a really good friend. And they are so lucky to have you as a really good friend. But that, unfortunately, doesn't mean that they know how to do it as well or do it the way you know how to do it or the way that you like to receive love. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying, this is what I need right now and or this would make me feel good right now. Can you help? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also think it's good to remember that friends can only do so much. 
Mm-hmm. And therapy might be uh, a good supplement or like in addition to asking people to reach out. I think it's helpful to talk to somebody who has stakes in your life, but not in a way that's like uh, personal. It's like my therapist cares about me, but she's not in my life, you know, all the time and knows the people personally or whatever that I'm talking about. But uh, I do think therapy is really helpful if you're having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because friends aren't professionals. <laughs> no. <laughs> they they can like help you a bit, but to, uh, for some stuff that might be like a little deeper or that involve more like raw emotions. Yeah. You might mm-hmm. need to talk to a professional about that. Yeah. Solved. Solved. <laughs> can I add one small thing? Yes. Please, yes. Kimmy. Thank you so much. Uh, My one little thing is that sometimes it's really hard to type out like, hey guys, I need help. I need to talk to someone. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends, we have like regular phone dates, but you know, sometimes they get missed and stuff. And we established a while ago that like, if you say, hey, I'd love to chat and the other person's busy, super fair. But sometimes if it's like an emergency and like I'm having a horrible day and I need to talk, just send a turtle emoji. And Mm -hmm. I see that turtle emoji. I'm like, "Mm, it's a bad day. I can Mm -hmm. move something and make a little room versus like, I just wanted to chit chat. So it helps us differentiate and understand the level of need without having to say it. It's a little easier, just a little shorthand. So it's worked really well for us. I love that. I like That's that a great too. idea. Judith, do you have anything? Judith? This is Judith. She's a producer who's going to be helping us. <laughs> Hello, Judith. Yes. Thank y'all. And yeah, I just wanted to add Definitely thank you to the caller for being so vulnerable and sharing. And um, I would also add what she said stuck out that I feel lonely in my friendships. So the one thing I would suggest, along with the great advice that you guys gave, but also expanding your community in terms of not letting go of your friends, but there may be different interests and hobbies that you may create other friends with so that you can diversify your community and get more support along with therapy. So you're not feeling so alone. Whenever I hear mm-hmm. that, it's like you need community wh- wherever you are in your life. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's what I suggest. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now it's been solved. <laughs> They're really solved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we have an email. Mm-hmm. Hello, Nicole, Sashir, and the team. Love your podcast. It truly brightens my day. And I have been listening to you guys for years now. I wanted to get your advice on a friend drama that I truly find petty and stupid and don't know what to do with. In January, I had time off work that I needed to use before the end of the month. So I decided to book a trip to Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Edinburgh? How do you say that? Edinburgh. 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 But it's like not enough letters, you know, for (laughs) Edinburgh. It truly looks like Edinburgh. (laughs) All right. Edinburgh. Um, I had mentioned this. People are going to come for you. (laughs) Please don't come for me, Edinburgh. Gerbergs. The city of Edinburgh's <laughs> coming for you. They're gonna be like, "We, where is Edinburgh? Scotland?" They're gonna be like, "Ah, we've got enough letters." They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so mad. <laughs> um, well, fine. Come find me, along with the rest <laughs> of the letters that you need. Um. <laughs> I had mentioned this. I had mentioned this to a couple friends in November slash December, and only one friend said she would be available. Kim. So when it came time to booking my trip, I texted my friend Kim, telling her I was going on the trip and if she wanted to come. Otherwise, I was happy to go alone. Context. Kim and I have a friend called Anne, who we typically hang out with. However, we have all been friends separately and our friendships exist outside of this group. Kim and I met up with Anne for a walk and had a lovely day. Though that evening, Anne sent us a text message into the group chat saying she was hurt and felt excluded from the trip. I immediately apologized and explained that that was never the intention and it was just because Kim was the only person available and that Anne was pre- had previously told me January didn't suit her. She has yet to respond to that message, which I sent three months ago and has been ghosting any Snapchat or message I had sent. Kim doesn't like fighting, so met with Anne privately to apologize for going on the trip, etc. I have a personal issue apologizing for going on a trip, which I was happy to go on alone, and I think the whole argument is ridiculous and somewhat childish. I made peace with the fact that Anne did not want to talk or be friends with me as a result of this. Kim recently told me that Anne now has told her that Anne and Kim 
cannot have their friendship heal as Anne is still angry with me. Something I find silly as Kim and Anne have been friends longer than either of them have known me. I decided I don't overly want Anne back in my life as a friend, as I disagree with how she handled everything about this argument. However, I know Kim wants everything to go back to how it was and for us to be friends again. I feel like this whole thing is petty and stupid, and I will not apologize when I didn't do anything wrong in the first place. I'm very confused at how to move forward, as I don't want to damage my friendship with Kim, as we also live together. Oh. Ooh, that was a twist in M. Night Shyamalan way. <laughs> Woo, didn't see that coming. She was a roommate all along. All along, <laughs> Kim was in the house. <laughs> Ooh, the Kim wait. is going from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, too, find this to be childish because Anne was invited. And not available. So what yes. does it matter? So Anne is, okay, so Anne, let's just get into the shoes of fucking little Annie. (laughs) So Anne was invited on a trip, Mm -hmm. said she couldn't go, Mm -hmm. finds out two people are going on this trip, and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden gets mad? Anne? You're poorly behaved. And the writer apologized to Anne. Yeah. And Anne is still upset with this person who took the trip. So much so that she can't be friends with the roommate. Yes, which is bewildering to me. And I think Anne has some underlying issues with our uh, writer that she is not saying. Um, But that being said, I think our writer should sit Kim down and be like, hey, Kim, we're roommates, we're friends. I don't understand why we're letting... I guess I would put all my cards on the table and be like, hey, Kim, I invited Anne. Anne said no. Then Anne got mad that you were coming on a trip with me. So I don't really understand why Anne is so angry with me. Um, Also, I don't want our friendship to end because a a third party is mad at me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't, maybe I don't have advice uh, because I think Anne is being ridiculous and I'm mad. (laughs) We're mad at Anne. (laughs) I'm furious with Anne. I also. And maybe these are all young people. I don't Mm. know. But I feel like I would not care about this. Like, I'd be like, okay, you're mad. But I've had friends who are mad at each other, but I still talk to each of those friends. Mm -hmm. Like, their, their thing has nothing to do with me. So Kim should be fine. Like, Kim's not in this. Whatever this is. Unfortunately, but yeah, I think the relationship with Kim and our writer should be should be unaffected by how Anne's feeling regardless. I agree, but Anne's nosing her way in. <laughs> Anne's behaving poorly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of feel like you already apologized. I don't, it's been months. I don't know what else you can say. I feels like something Anne needs to work on on her own. Yeah, but I think the problem is Kim is, like, upset that the friendship wasn't repaired and she feels like she's in the middle. So maybe maybe you say to Kim, it's like, I love being your roommate, I love being your friend. I know Anna's mad at me, but, like, I don't think I want to be friends with Kim or Anne. So, like, our friendship is our friendship. Your friendship with Anne is yours. And we, I don't have to get involved in that. I don't know. This is, I I just, in my brain, it's a non-starter. It's a non-problem not being, I've been not invited to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I go, okay, oh well. Yeah, but that's not even what this is. (laughs) She was invited. she was invited, yeah. (laughs) I keep forgetting that. God, Anne sucks. (laughs) It does sound like maybe Anne's upset about something else that has nothing to do with the person who wrote in. And we, how could we possibly know what that is? There's no way. There's no way. Especially because this person already apologized. I say, return Anne to Miss Hannigan and just be rid of her. (laughs) (laughs) If you want advice, that's just on par with what I said. You can email NicoleAndSashir at Jamel.com or you can text or call uh, or leave a voice memo at 424-645-7003. 
We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. And we have transcripts for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. Yeah. Send Anne back to Miss Hannigan where she can have a hard not life. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and the sun will come out for her tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's like tangible advice, but I hope it helps. (laughs) I think it find Miss Hannigan. (laughs) (laughs) All right, until next time. (laughs) See you later, dudes. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.